Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk. I am Hypnopunk and today's podcast is all about suffering. Now let me make a distinction. There's two types of suffering. We're not talking about the suffering where you just stay stuck in your problem and accept it for what it is and never move forward. You accept your lot in life that you are an anxious person, a depressed person, a fat person, a skinny person, a happy person, a sad person, and that's it. And there's nothing you can do about it. And this is your life. We're not. No, we're not talking about that kind of suffering, which will destructive suffering. We'll come into later. We'll talk about the kind of suffering which is illustrated a lot in Stoicism, the kind of suffering where you face the things that you're scared of. Whether that be going without food, going without water, even going without air for a period of time. You face those kind of things and you face them to realise that actually there's a kind of beauty in that suffering. The kind of suffering you'll get from fasting, be that food. The kind of suffering you'll get by actually facing your problems, turning off all distractions and just allowing it to come for you without having to use some magical tools like hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming or some kind of other change. But actually feeling it, accepting it because these emotions, these things come to go, they do not come to stay. That's different. So that's what today's podcast is going to be about. But first of all, a big thank you to everybody who has been downloading, subscribing to these podcasts on iTunes or whatever format that you've been using, leaving your five stars and your written reviews. Thank you so very much. What inspires me to put out this free content, to put out these free podcasts that I know that you've enjoying because they've been downloaded well over a thousand times now, is to know that they are being downloaded, to know that you are enjoying them. And how I know that is when you leave five star reviews, when you uh, leave a couple of sentences to say what you like about the shows that motivates me that inspires me to want to put out more content to communicate with you guys more regularly so that's 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 how I win here that's how it becomes win-win it becomes win for you because I put out all this great content that I know you're enjoying the win for me is to know that you're actually enjoying it um so iTunes or whatever format that you're using know and we can get more people listening to this and spread the good word so please keep doing that also I offer a power session what a power session is is 30 minutes via Skype with me no matter where you are in the world where we get to talk about something that you're stuck with and ideally help you to become unstuck with it much like the show title says and all you need to do to claim your free power session with me which is very very powerful can change your life is simply when you've left your five star review on iTunes or whatever format that you've used and you've left a couple of sentences shoot me an email at mail at lukenosis m-a-i-l at l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com let me know send me a snapshot of it and then from there we actually book in your Skype session but back on with the show suffering now, I'll give you an example of this. Uh, recently, I've done a three-day water fast where all I drank was water. There's, I had no calories for 72 hours. And I did this for a couple of reasons over the uh, Christmas season and so forth. As most people do, I overindulge and I'm absolutely okay with doing that for, for a few days. And I know that weight comes and that weight goes just almost as quickly as it comes. So that wasn't the main reason for me to do it. 
as part of a weight loss program, although it can be very powerful. One of my reasons for fasting with no food for three days was to see if I could do it because it was something that, yes, of course, I know that people have been able to do it and survive and be absolutely okay with it. Logically, I knew that, but I didn't know that I could do it. See, my record for fasting was many years ago in fact about 16 years ago i fasted for about 61 hours and it was absolutely brutal and the reason i stopped is because i started to get very lightheaded and hallucinate on the subway or the tube system in england uh, which is not too healthy but i decided to do this after doing research about fasting and, and, and how it works and how in fact the world record for fasting is approximately 386 days without any ill effect whatsoever that's documented out there and my fear also was with fasting that i'd lose muscle mass and in reality when you look at the science behind it you can go at least four weeks for most of us the average person and not lose any muscle at all as long as you're continuing to work out if indeed you do work out to preserve that lean muscle so you wouldn't even lose muscle even if you fasted for four weeks which is an extreme but the purpose of i just want to see that i could do it and i wanted to see that it was something that i was running from that i wasn't aware that i could do it and i wanted that experience of doing it so so i did it um i limit uh, i limited the stresses of my life for a period of three days and i just drank water and um, it, it was quite something, and I've got to be honest, in, over that period of three days, I probably only legitimately got tummy hungry three times in 72 hours, and the hunger lasted really a couple of minutes, and then it just bypassed from there, so it was quite something. And once I got through those that first day, and when I got through that second day, which was the biggest challenge for me, and I, and I got to that third day, I realised I could do this. It was possible, and I could live my life. I didn't have to necessarily be a hermit. I still trained. I still went out. I still worked, and I could do this. And and there was a there was a level of suffering. I was giving up something that that we all do. We all take for granted eating and eating too much and thinking we need to eat way, way more food and way more regularly than we actually need. But when I took all that time away and didn't eat for seventy two hours for three days. I realized, wow, yes, I am suffering in this moment, but there's a kind of beauty in this suffering. There's a kind of spirituality, even if you believe in such a thing, in doing this, that I, this thing that I'd feared, this thing that I was led to believe that I needed every day, multiple times a day, being a personal trainer in the past, eating six times a day, you need to do that to speed up your metabolism. I realized it was all bullshit. And at the end of the three days, I'd lost 13 pounds, most of it being water weight, but my strength hadn't gone down. My muscles hadn't reduced, but I just overcome this temporary suffering in order to have this breakthrough in my life. And that's that's the kind of suffering I'm talking about. An interesting thing that I did in the fasting, when it was getting a little challenging for me in the around about the 34 to 38 hour period, I'm like, well, this is getting a little tough for me now, but it was only a thought inside my head. But I know that I can go days without eating. So what I did then was uh, I had a bath and I held my head under the water and realized that although I could go days, weeks, potentially a year without eating, I could only go minutes without breath. And suddenly as I held my breath, again, not to do any form of self-harm, but to have a, a moment of suffering to put my life in perspective. When I held my breath for approximately a minute or so, I realized that's all that I could do. 
And in that minute, I forgot all about food. I forgot all about eating. And all I wanted was a breath. All I wanted was air. And it really started to put my life into perspective. All these things that we take for granted. And it goes back to a story that a couple of years ago, I'd, I'd had many problems with food throughout my whole life. Being overweight, underweight, being in okay shape and doing this yo-yo for many times. And before I go into this story, please bear in mind this is not a this is not a podcast about weight loss. It's not a podcast about eating. It just so happens that some of these stories that have happened to me, um, as far as come to suffering, are illustrated in um, restricting food or not eating and fasting. But this is not solely about weight loss. Please, please bear that in mind. And I remember a few years ago. I'd lost weight, gained weight my whole life. And I was uh, I decided I just didn't want this problem anymore. I didn't want the problem of overeating anymore, being addicted to sugar. I just give me a new set of problems, but I'm sick of this problem. So I determined that I just was whatever this thing was that was causing me to to overeat, to eat too much sugar, to feel shitty. This 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 thing that I was telling myself that when I ate too much sugar I felt good. It was only there to um, really suppress my emotions and prevent me from feeling something, something that I was scared of. So it was a way to avoid this suffering, this suffering of facing whatever it was that I needed to face inside my head. So I remember walking around downtown Toronto and I had this craving for sugar that came on. And all I wanted to do was eat, all I wanted to do was run away. And I said no because I'd, I'd, I'd resolved to make this point that I was, whatever this thing was about food that I'd try to work on but essentially didn't fix was always that I was just gonna let it come and I was gonna face it whatever it was and I didn't know what it was and why I did these things but I I was gonna face it and I was I was gonna deal with any level of suffering inside that I needed to and I remember it was a Thursday and I was walking around downtown Toronto around the city hall <clears throat> district and it came this this intense darkness, this intense sadness that I didn't quite know where it came from or why it came, but it was just there, and I didn't need to know. And it came, and it and it lasted. It, it seemed like it lasted for an eternity. This suffering. All I wanted to do was run away. I didn't know why it was there. I just knew that I felt bad. I felt sad. I felt alone. I felt scared. Didn't know why. And I have all these skills as a hypnotist, as a change worker for over twenty-one years. I could I could make them disappear. But I decided to face it. And it lasted. This darkness lasted for about 75 minutes. And I decided just to allow it to to come over me. And, I, and all I wanted to do was run home, to be honest, and sit and rock in a, in a corner. And um, I just let it come. And I, and I felt it. And I allowed myself to feel the suffering, to be taken into that dark place, to just feel it, to just accept it. Because I know one thing, that emotions come so they can go and after 72 minutes 75 minutes that seemed like an eternity guess what it just went it just lifted and this thing i'd run through run from most of my life that problem self-corrected there and then just like that this thing that i'd been running from suffering suffering that can be powerful in your life now there's a form of philosophy out there called stoicism and it's not a religion. Some people get it mixed up with religion. It's not. But it's a way of 
basically being almost emotionless to things that happen in your life. It's a way to almost every month to experience things that you may be scared of, to realize they're not so scary. Whether it's that you're scared of poverty, maybe for a month you sleep on the floor in your bedroom. If you're scared of going without food, you fast safely, safely, remember I said that, safely, for a couple of days each month. Maybe you go a few hours, maybe you go for half a day without any liquid. Maybe you switch off all your electronic devices that you've been using to distract yourself and you stop yourself from sleeping and that thing that you've been running away from, that decision, you just sit there and you don't force it, you allow that decision, those things to come over you and you just allow yourself to feel them. You think about misfortune, you allow yourself to, you allow yourself to experience it because sometimes in life we're always in this place of being comfortable we want to be comfortable but when we're comfortable we can't grow comfort is the worst kind of slavery because you're always afraid that something or someone will take it away but if you actually anticipate and you practice misfortune the chances that this loses the ability to disrupt disrupt even your life because emotions like anxiety and fears have their roots in uncertainty and rarely in experience. Anyone that's ever made a big bet on themselves knows how much energy both states can consume. The solution is to do something about that ignorance. Making yourself familiar with things, worst case scenarios, you're not afraid of them anymore. It starts to give you more control of your life. So whether you want to call them stoicisms or just experiencing some misfortune, not programming your mind to have more negativity in your life, but we always are in this bubble of comfort that we'll, we'll fight too for now to keep comfort in our life, even if it fundamentally leads to our downfall and not having the kind of joy and happiness that we have. Practice stoicism. Practice experiencing some misfortune in your life Exper ex practice sleeping on your floor it practice turning off all your electricity all your electrical electronical devices even practice going a day without electricity practice a couple of days as long as it's healthy and safe under a doctor's supervision obviously you have to put that disclaimer out there fasting without any food just some liquid practice a couple of days without going talking to anyone without going outside the house or going outside the house practice that thing that goes against your comfort zone that takes you out of your comfort zone to realize that thing that you've been running away from isn't nearly as scary as you think for a period of time it might be but when you face it even if that's just inside your head and quite frankly that's all we can do most of the time that it starts to lose its control and yeah it takes it might take a few hours few minutes few days of being uncomfortable but you're there and you face it and you realize that you it doesn't matter what life does to you you can go days without eating i was watching a movie yesterday about these people got stranded on a mountain and they were scared about running out of food but the fact of the matter is scientifically you go a couple of months without having any ill effects without going with any food or at least a month okay at least a month without having any ill effects but we believe we've got to eat all the time because we're comfortable we're comfortable living in our own misery most of the time where it's not quite painful enough in order for us to change but certainly not anywhere near the kind of glory and and happiness that we want in our life
Sometimes we've got to face these things to realise they're just wolves in sheep's clothing. Or sometimes they are wolves. But guess what? Those wolves come so they can go. And it's... I want to share a little poem, a little prose, if you will, that kind of illustrates this for you right now. After the hit, everything goes black. I know. I didn't feel anything. You know nothing. No pain. Nothing. Then, and then, don't ask me how, all of a sudden I'm out of my body and I'm looking down from the ceiling and I saw blood all over my face. And then, the next split second, I'm not in the restaurant anymore. I'm not any place I'd ever been. I'm standing on this shoreline and out in front of me is the ocean. Only it's not water, it's it's fire. And it's the most terrible thing that I've ever seen in my whole life. And don't tell me it's just a dream. I know the difference. I remember everything, every detail, every moment from that second on. And in front of me is this rolling ocean of fire, as far as I can see, empty. as nobody in it. And I look around and all along the shore, there are thousands and thousands of people standing there staring like I was and I see this guy that I know we worked together a long time ago we were partners he was killed in wreck well we recognized each other but we didn't talk I mean nobody talked we just stood there and I saw more people and I thought oh god I saw people that I'd hit people that I'd sent there and you know I was sorry but it was too late because I knew we were in a prison that was going to last forever and you know I remember right there at that moment if only somebody had told me about this I'd have done anything not to have come here anything then there's this man that walks by and he's got this face a strong face but it was also full of kindness and he wasn't afraid of anything and I remember thinking if he would just look at me just look my way, see me, he'd get me out of here, he'd know what to do, but I just couldn't get his attention because I couldn't move, but then, just before he was out of sight, he turned around and he looked my way, and that was it, that's all it took, then I'm back in my body, and I open my eyes, open your eyes, See what's there. See that it's just a wolf in sheep's clothing. Or perhaps it is a wolf. But that wolf comes so that wolf can go. Stop running away from your fears. Stop running away from positive suffering. Embrace your life. Embrace your fears. Embrace fasting. Embrace sitting down in a dark room with no electricity. Not to fall asleep. But just being. Just feeling what's going on. Embrace switching off all of your social media embrace being enough embrace the feeling that you're not enough embrace it because it go it comes so it can go just as soon as it can come is as soon as it can go that thing that you were so scared of oftentimes that monster under the bed or that monster in the closet when you open the door in your closet when you look under your bed you realize it was just a shirt it was just a t-shirt it was just a shadow it was just an illusion 
I'd like to finish off today as I like to do with these podcasts with the warrior's prayer. We face dire challenge and chance. Our life, our way of life, it hangs in the balance, a fragile glass ceiling, a fragile glass standing on a wire high above the asphalt. And as we pray for what, for not one drop of rain under an overcast smile or overcast sky, and yet I smile. We will fight and we will bleed, and yet I smile. We shall face men, some coward in their roles by circumstances, some desperate murderers thrilled by blood. We shall end them all, as is our charge this day, as it is our sorrow, and yet I smile. We will leave our loved ones to traverse a dangerous road, rushing out of peace in the war, and yet I smile. For we will mine glory from the wrath of struggle this day. We will honour and protect this bastion of life in a land of dead. And we will win. You trust the king. We will win. And I smile and I laugh and I rejoice this day. For on this day we are joined in purpose and vision. We are of a singular heart and mind. On this day we are one. We are one. We are one. We are one. I've been hypnopunk, and this has been unstuck with hypnopunk. Transformation with edge. Always believe. Whoa!